Welcome back, everybody, to Brown Bag Bets, powered by BetSports. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. And important, more importantly, welcome back, Andy Molitor. He has survived having to do a golf show. Floods, locusts, anything else going on? Any of the other ten plagues? Or just a lot of flooding up there on the farm? Just, just, just some, just some light water damage to the uh, to the domicile the other month. So had to come to work late. That's where it's just like you text Matt. Matt, go talk hockey. Go talk baseball. Good week for it anyway. Like, there's not a ton. The NBA, the playing games have been fun. The playing games have been pretty good overall, especially if you're a Hawks fan. Jesus, they ripped the shit out of them. But um, it is weird having these days, again, days with no NBA. I don't know if we'll see that maybe until we get to conference finals. Like, Probably. even, you know, when you have, let's call it conference semifinals, the second round just there, there doesn't seem to be a way to have all those series going and not have a game on a certain day. Like, I feel like every day we'll have at least one game. So for a while, yeah, I think we're going to have quite a bit of uh, basketball again once we get those rolling. And I do love, I love the playoffs. I've talked about this numerous times. Go Timberwolves. My daughter fell asleep. Didn't see the end of the game. She was excited because it was not looking good when she was falling asleep. She had showed me a cat jersey she wanted um, in the first quarter. She's like, it's only 40 bucks, Dad. Look at this. She had it pulled. She had it, like, bookmarked on her iPad. And I'm like, yeah, you know, we'll think about it. Uh, I already got you a shirt when we went to the game last time. And by the time we got to, I don't know, halftime, she's like, I don't know if I like him anymore. I don't know if he's my favorite player. Anymore. She's like, she's like, maybe, maybe I'm, I need a different favorite player. I'm like, oh, oh, don't, get her don't, yeah, she, she does like Anthony Edwards quite a bit. She's a Pat Beverly gal too, but it was, uh, it was something. It's funny how quickly she became a Fairweather Cat fan when he was hot garbage. Tim Roll still made it out of there. That'll be a very fun series. We'll probably talk a little about that tomorrow. It's and, good. Uh, like, uh, I pick up college basketball for March Madness. You pick up the NBA for the playoffs. We're just postseason fans. Yes, the po- postseasons are good. Like outside of tennis and golf, the postseasons are good for. I mean, it's good for a reason. It's the best of the best, baby. So we'll get there. We'll get there. NBA. We got our both games tomorrow. I don't even know yes. the answer to that. So both of the eight seed games will happen tomorrow. We'll have all of it fleshed out. We'll know who's playing who. I need to start looking at the schedule so I can plan my watching. I'm, I'm excited for my Timberwolves. That's going to be a fun series. Drew seemed yeah. to think they were live to maybe not win, but extend the series and make make a series of it. So that'll be fun. Um, today, I'm just on to golf, though. It is. Back to base. Our, yeah, Masters hangover week, Masters letdown week, the... Um, the, you know, just kind of the come down from a really big tournament. I don't know. You have that. I mean, you have that in tennis too. And the thing is like, we're betters. Doesn't, it doesn't get you extra money if someone wins the masters compared to like the Barracuda pays the same. So whatever, you know, it's like, Oh, Wimbledon letdown week. No, I'm still just going to gamble on tennis. I'm going to gamble on golf. I don't give a <laughs> shit. I have way more bets on the ARBC heritage than I did on the masters. It's a bigger field. And I just found a little more value on some top twenties. So Books I like paying attention to other stuff too. So yeah, I have a, yeah. And I have Everything a, I have a lot, on. lot going on on RBC. So I didn't have a lot of head to heads for today. In fact, I really didn't have much this morning. 
So I said, I'm just going to save these for the show tomorrow because both of them are later tea times. So uh, Minnesota Golden Gopher, Eric Van Royen, over struggling, you know, struggling Richard Fowler. Ricky Fowler is not um, the name he was. Like it, He was looking like he was going to be something, and he was for a little bit. Just uh, this is, I mean, you can see this. He is a minus 120 favorite to Ricky Fowler. So the casual golfer would be like, I've heard of one of those guys. Like uh, that, that number's still probably short in my mind. So I'm going to take EVR as the kids call him over Fowler. I don't like Fowler on this track. I don't think he'll look good off the tee. I'm, I'm looking for a spray job from him. And then my other one is uh, a little chintz here because Matt Kuchar has played well here in the past. This is a, this is a place where he's seen some success, not a big course history guy, but it does match up with his skill set historically but uh, I like Adam Hadwin quite a bit more right now based on form function and how my numbers have this sussed out. So I've had one like a minus 30 favorite. And this is only minus 110. So more than happy to play Adam Hadwin. Both of these, like I said, they aren't super late starts for tea times. There aren't any like 3 p.m. This is played out on Hilton Head. So it's East Coast stuff. So we're starting early, but uh, early-ish compared to what we were used to. You know, the when you're in the Cali swing, you have 5 p.m. tea times. And yeah. and somebody brought up Mackenzie Hughes. I can't believe I didn't actually add of just any match. I didn't. I, I seriously looked. Rick Daddy sixty nine four twenty. I I did look to see if there was a matchup I liked betting against him in. It just I didn't. I didn't care for some of the people he was matched up against to actually base it on the fact that he did not sleep a wink last night. And if you missed that, um, I just tweeted out a, a screenshot of the Mackenzie Hughes tweet. He was in a rental house, as a lot of these golfers will rent a house to stay in for the week. And he killed a spider. And when he killed it, hundreds of babies, spiders, shot out from it, I guess. That sounds no, literally like my nightmare. That is no chance I'd stay in that house if I had the, again, like, uh, there has to be a hotel. Like, Burn it's it to not the even, ground. He's a professional golfer. He has a spare $129 to go stay at the country inn. Like, go sleep some. There's no chance I'm sleeping if, if that happened in a, in a house. So, like, and for sure enough, first first hole, bogey. Like, right away, Mackenzie Hughes struggling. So, that is, uh, that's maybe something I'm going to have to put into play a little more is looking at, did this guy have a nightmare scenario situation <laughs> happen to him the day before? So, Mackenzie Hughes, uh, my thoughts are with you, buddy, because Jesus, that is just horrifying to have anyone happen to. I'm so, burning the house yeah. to the ground without any, without any bad feelings whatsoever. You burnt the house to the ground. There were spiders everywhere. Yeah, yes, there, were, there were there were there were baby spiders, guys. So, no, he. Oh shoot, no, that that wasn't the first hole. That was the fir the first hole of. Uh, he played the back nine first, so. It was hole number one. He did he did bogey, but uh, he had a double on the front, on the back already. He is even right now, so he's fighting through it. But again, Mackenzie Hughes is not somebody I'd back after some shit like that. It's um, an angle in tennis sometimes. I mean, it's not necessarily the spider angle, but if you have somebody that's had like a terrible travel situation, because you know with some of these tournaments, I mean, all of a sudden they have to travel halfway around the world in 48 hours to play a tennis match or less. So it is something you look at. But yeah, I think uh, it's probably good to fade Mr. Hughes today a little bit. Yeah, let's go go against the spider angle. Um, 
Spider Mitchell. Who does he play for? The Jazz, unfortunately. Yeah. We're not going to talk about out. the Jazz. We're but not going to talk about the Jazz. I'm like, I can't remember who the Nuggets are playing. But <laughs> yeah, we, have a, we have series prices out. And as always, Alex is looking at – it's just it's what you do all day long. You just pull up sports books to look at derivatives and props. I, I feel that. like that might be your, uh, your full-time job at this point, just looking at these. So you always have something when it comes to this. You're never just betting a serious price. You always have some fun ones. So uh, lay this one on me. Explain the, the process behind this. Got to take advantage of the bigger boards. And again, it's I think it's part of the reason, like I was mentioning when you had golf, there's so much stuff going on. You know, some of these books aren't necessarily paying attention. Uh, these particular markets, they're finally starting to see more of the alternate game spread. So as everybody knows, when you have these playoff series, specifically the one we're talking about, the Warriors are, are a solid favorite over the Nuggets. The standard spread is Nuggets plus one and a half, Warriors minus one and a half. But one of the things I love to do with underdogs, especially not really underdogs, but a team that I want to bet that is going to finish the um, series out if there is a game seven on the road, which means game six is on at home for them. So the Nuggets here will be at home in game six. I think it generally they're playing much better basketball than the Warriors are recently. We don't know if Steph Curry is going to play game one. If he does, he's definitely not going to be 100%. And I think the Nuggets have a chance to close this series out. And if they do, I think it will be in six games or less. It's going to be really tough for them to go into Golden State and win game seven, especially if Curry has started to play himself back into a little bit of shape and is closer to 100% at that point. Um, just really, again, I like the Nuggets in the series. I gave them out. I think it was plus 200 the other day that started to tick down a little bit closer to plus 180 now. And again, luckily books have moved that number, but this number hasn't moved. Um, I looked at a place that had the Nuggets yesterday plus 200. The Nuggets are plus 170 there, but minus one and a half games is the same price. Poke around and look. There's a few places that have opened this. I think MGM has it. Some offshores have it. But minus one and a half games at plus 300 or better, and you should be able to find a plus 325 or a plus 330 out there. Looks really good to me. Again, a little bit of a smaller stake. I put a full stake on them to win the series and half a stake on this. Again, just a nice way, I think, to get a little bit of extra value and just selling some games. It's so rare that these teams win these games, um, you know, in game seven on the road. And if they do, great. We've got the series money line and that'll cash. But if they get it done in six, we get a nice little cherry on top. Yeah, I like how you I like how you approach any of these, though. You're looking at path to victory. And it's going to be one of those where if we end up heading to game six, like the Nuggets need game six getting you know let's say if it were a situation where they could clinch not they need game six to extend you know then obviously that bet is dead but you know that getting to that spot where they have two games you got to think they just throw everything the kitchen sink at game six knowing heading back to the bay area game seven against a a team that's pushed them that far is going to be bad news so i like the path to victory and finding a, a big ass price on something like that and it's just, again, try to think, like you said, think about what the path to victory is and look a little deeper. That's one of the nice parts with the playoffs. Again, we get more markets like this. Some of the way people approach the Super Bowl, they start to think about how the game goes and approach angles like that for the derivatives perspective. It's another great way to do it in the playoffs for the NBA. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to look for, where'd you find that one at? Um, MGM has that right now. I don't think our sponsor FanDuel has alt spreads up yet. They might. Yeah, I think I was going to say, you should be able to find this stuff at most places. There's going to be quite a bit of uh, 
quite a bit of fun ones like that just everywhere based on just the offerings you see on big events like this and the playoffs definitely are big so all right um and we'll get into some more playing games tomorrow and it looks like i i do love the bogeys and birdies uh posts i just had i flipped over to twitter and i had that was Great highlighted idea. yeah my two guys just bogeyed that i bet against and shane lowry birdied so it's like a it's like a full full swing of happiness like anything good things good things happen bad things happen to the right people pretty happy about stuff like that um a little bit of europa today trying to keep the soccer heater going uh europa's rough there's some bad matches like I'm, i would not sit weird down stuff happens in europa rangers braga Lyon, west ham barcelona is in europa i have no idea what kind of motivation a historic squad like that has in a lower level tournament like this, we have Europa conference too, which is even worse. But the one I'm focusing on is we all know I'm an Atalanta guy. I'm betting Atalanta. We've got, we've got our guy Duval. I'm not sure how to say this guy's first name Zapata. Zapata's in. That's all that matters to me. Actually, they have a couple of nice goal scorers. There's a few guys that have had a, a you know, a, a 10, a 10 pack or better on the season so far. So, couple of nice scores for this one. It was 1-1 in the first tie. And um, so this is, yeah, this I believe is second leg here. Second leg did end up 1-1. This is in Italy. So Atalanta at home. Atalanta not in great form right now. They haven't been playing well in the last few matches. They're much better than this. This is a obviously a must win. And Leipzig is in form. Leipzig has been scoring. So... The over, I looked at the over 2.75 and I said, I'd probably just sell that to three. And at that point I said, I should look what the both teams to score is. I don't see Atlanta blowing them out three, four nil. I don't see them not scoring at all at home and Leipzig will score. So the, the both teams to score is like minus 200. It's happening apparently, or it's, yeah. it's happening at least 65% of the time, 66 up there. So the most folks are going to have this prop where it's both teams to score and the over two and a half. Just about everybody has it, yeah. So I'm I'm playing this at minus. It was minus 115 at three different places I looked at. I tried to shop a little on this. Even on the props I'm betting, I'm looking for the best price. But minus 115 was what I found. And it's funny, Soccer Picks Club in the chat said over two and a half, or if that's too juicy, over 2.75. So he likes the over as well. I'm uh, hitting it on the prop style. And that match actually starts at... 12:45 Eastern. So you got about 45 minutes after we wrap. Yeah, exactly an hour from right now when we're saying this live for this one and Dan is saying Barcelona will care about Europa. They're out of the Copa del Rey, which is the Spanish Cup tournament and have almost no shot to win La Liga. I suppose if you can't get a trophy anywhere else, you might as well, you know, if you're in the what do we call it? Uh, I almost said wrestlebacks. That's what you call the consolation tournament. That's what you call the consolation bracket in a wrestling tournament. Wrestlebacks. It's called the consolation bracket. If you're in the consolation bracket of the European football stuff, you might as well try to win it if you're better than a lot of these teams. So Bar Bar Barcelona is 1.36 on the money line on the three ways. So that is a almost that's like 275, minus 275, and that includes the draw. So that is a big ass favorite today. Biggest on the board out of those, so they'll probably win. Maybe I'll parlay that with um, 
the Hawks tomorrow. I don't know. Maybe we'll I'm, more I'm about riding, that tomorrow, I'm but riding, I like the Hawks. Tomorrow. I'm riding Hawks fever. It's Hawks fever. Catch it. <laughs> I'm just going to try to make Dan nervous, really. Oh, uh, before, and before we get to tennis, too, I did want to mention that because um, just how bad the Hawks beat the tar out of Charlotte. I saw some, I don't like to pick on people because it's not like I'm a pro. I'm not the best at everything. But I saw someone, uh, uh, a handicapper. I'm not sure how this person ended up on my timeline. But it was, hey, this is my 10-unit play. Like, everything's one unit, but every once in a while, I have a 10-unit banger. And, you know, it's the whole, you've got to head this many thumbs up and this many retweets before I release it. And then it comes out, and it was, what was the what was the closing line in the in the Charlotte game yesterday, Alex? Let me double check. I think it's settled right around six. Five most of the day, but I think Atlanta took money late. So, yeah, I, I want to say five and a half. Close to five. Okay, five. We'll call it five. Five, some five and a half, but five. Now, let, let's just pretend that you were actually using some sort of Kelly system, and you you didn't mistrust your numbers. You found it was just a massive mistake. You knew something, and you actually said – I have to put 10 units on this play. How far off would you have to be that five? Like, would you have to make that number 15? 18? It would be so far off, I'd assume I was wrong. No, no, that, that's what I'm saying. It would be so like far off. It's a catch 22. I don't know if I, it, yeah. I could ever trust my number. No, that like far you, off, right? you could. That's like, what I'm saying. But, but like, if you could, that your your price would have to be so far off that five that you would be, you'd, you'd, you'd be almost dead certain that it would hit that and was my shape for a couple days like it's not yeah. a normal nba line where it's been up for 12 hours uh, and this <laughs> thing's been up for two days people beating it up like but and that's where the story is ending up that's my favorite part once the 10 unit banger came out it was charlotte plus seven minus 140 so those two things like just a, just maybe a, a word to the wise uh, for the screenshot the that put it in Twitter. the all-time bad tweets hall of fame yeah for the for the people that are maybe newer to unit banger and buying two points yeah if if you are so incredibly sure a play is correct that you buy two points those things those things don't go together so like be careful out there guys that one nearly broke my brain last night like yeah, please share that with me I, I, I should i have to go find it. it it just really made me laugh you're so sure this play is so good that you bought two points. That is, uh, that's where we're at in life. So, well, seven's a key number. Take, you know, just take it easy out there on the Twitter streets when you're uh, when you're when you're out there. At, uh, that's that's my opinion for Thursday. And baby, Palm Harbor, ten unit bangers. Ugh, Palm show. Harbor. <laughs> um, golf tournament is at Harbor Town, and they spell it incorrectly with the U. They do the British spelling. Looks like Palm Harbor's a. Uh, Red-blooded American kind of spelling here. I like that. It makes me feel a little better. We're, uh, I imagine it'd be some... tough to get the U in there in Florida. Florida? I, I just assume Florida. So yeah. How low is W100? Uh, so this is just below. This would be like still AAA baseball, if you will. You know, you've got the WTA and then W125. So this is technically a level below that, but these hundreds usually have a decent field in them. It's, you know, it'd be a bad kind of 125 tournament, really. But 
Solid play. Did pretty good yesterday, depending on where you bet. Miss Talaba Lee won the first set, but then Coco Vandaway quit, so we should have pushed your spread, and I'm sure some of you got lucky enough. You had a first set money line book. Cash a nice underdog there, and we've got another one again today. Again, playing on the clay here, smaller event, so a little tougher to find some of these lines, but they are open a lot of places, and um, just about everybody has money lines. It might be a little tougher to find some spreads, but poke around. Um, again, offshores are pretty good with the spreads. Some of the regulated books have them as well, but two bets I like. We'll start with Wang Ziyu, and I believe she's the only Wang playing in the tournament. But just to be sure, she starts at 1 o'clock, about an hour after we finish the show. Have this match closer to minus 160. I'm seeing minus 135. Anything minus 140 or better looks good to me. She plays against Alexandra Kadantu or Ignatic, depending on which last name you uh, want to go with. We're running into a lot of that lately. Alex. So that's what we had yesterday. Talapa Lee, who could be Talapa Lee. Anyway, Wang Ziyu, minus 140 or better. Uh, just a nice young player. We've backed her quite a bit this year. Just, the market remains a little bit slow. I don't know why. Again, seems like she has the game for clay. The numbers look solid. I have her a much more big favorite here. And then Kurumi Nara, plus 230 and plus four and a half games. Again, pretty similar to what we did yesterday. Just, you know, looking for some nice dogs against players. Um, some of these Americans, particularly here, Katie Volnitz, a nice solid player, but is generally not as good on clay from what I've seen. Uh, Nara's put up some nice numbers. I mean, neither one of them necessarily play very great players on clay, but I have this much closer than plus 200. So plus 230, plus four and a half games. I had it closer to three and a half games and like plus 180. So nice little edge here. We've got a favorite and then an underdog. Um, again, Wang Ziyu will be about an hour after we finish the show. And then uh, Nara should be later tonight around 5.30 Eastern. So got some time for that one. It's nice. So tennis, tennis on one channel. Tennis golf. And uh, soccer on the other for the afternoon. Soccer. And I already have golf on. So I think, I think we're going to get three TVs rolling this afternoon while I work on some writing. i get you a TV was, roll going. I was worried we were going to not have a ton of picks today. But we had golf, NBA, shitty soccer. And tennis and shitty, shitty tennis. I mean, so they're four I mean, sports. These, these are names. It's not like they're names I haven't heard of. They're just in that spot in their career where they can still play these lower level tournaments as well while still playing in qualifiers for bigger ones. So good. Palm Harbor. All right. Um, shout out to Profit Exchange, one of the sponsors. Any day now, it is, it is nigh. Things are happening. It's going to be pretty darn soon. I don't know. I should ask those guys because I'm sure they actually have a, a firm date at some point. We're getting very close to when the, the ETA was on the launch in New Jersey. But uh, in the show notes, down in the, uh, what do you want to call it, the notes on the YouTube, there'll be a link there. If you want to get over there, get signed up, get on their newsletters, and you will get the best offer better than anyone else when they do finally go live in New Jersey. So thanks to Profit Exchange. Thanks to FanDuel. Thanks to BetSperts. Thanks to Alex. Thanks to Producer Dan. Thanks to the guys in the chat. And hopefully thanks to chat Zapata as he nets a couple in the first half for me. That's all I want in life It's just some goals in Italy. We'll catch you guys tomorrow for a Freeform Friday. <laughs>